This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, you're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Let's get it on, baby. It's Friday. A lot to get to, including a Memphis Grizzlies win. Another win. Memphis Grizzlies continue to do it. Where's my bear, Brad? I need him. I need him. On this Friday, Memphis Grizzlies taking care of business against bad teams. They keep the Sacramento Kings win- winless with a 125-110 win. How about that Desmond Bain, baby? Sound the train. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. Oh, you're right. We need like a... That would be better than a choo-choo, although I do still like no one cared before the match. But I like your... Like a conductor, because that's exactly what he's been. Needed a little tough. That's like a that's like Thomas the Train right there. Yeah. Maybe we can find it as we go through the show. He's been tough at 31 last night. Remember, that's coming off a of monster 38. Desmond Bain's been giving it to you. How about Lamar Jackson last night? Look how he left Tom Brady screaming, yelling at his team. Ravens win 27-22. Maybe their contenders again will continue to ask that about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Got plenty this weekend as well, including Memphis 9-1 FC, Tiger basketball in action as well, playing their final exhibition game on Sunday against, hey, Andre Turner, a former legend who will be coaching Lane, obviously. Uh, and John Martin has the freshest starter jacket I have seen since 1990. There you go. That's a nice way to start the show. That's a very... I had one like that about 89.90. The a, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, that's and, a sweet jacket. And do you jacket. not have it anymore? No, I told you it got stolen. Oh, uh, that's right. That's a sweet jacket you got there. Yeah, so real quick, I will give... It is nice. I will give full credit here to Fitz. Jason Fitz. Uh, he put me on to this. Oh, okay. So these were these are remade. These are not original starter jackets, right? Yeah. These are These were, I guess, partnered up with and remade... Uh, with a company called Homage, and he pointed me out to the website, and uh, every team has them. Every team is available, and I was mm. like, I was like, what? What is more? Like, you can you really be a Raider fan if you don't have a Raider starter jacket, right? I mean, wow. that was like the that was like the defining thing back in the day. If you were an NFL fan, whether it was Bears, Cowboys, whatever, you had to have a starter jacket. Yeah, so I bought it. It's and, that it's that little patch on your sleeve there, on that left sleeve, that starter, but that just takes right. me back. That's, that's the thing right. you had to have. Yes. Or you were not real. Yes. Um, and so I, I was like, man, I saw this. I was like, I got to do it. I got and and, I like uh, it. and the and the reviews obviously are are very good. Um, Come in with a little swag today. Yeah, I I, I saw the tweet you put out. You know, uh, and I'll just read for those who maybe not, maybe are not on Twitter. Jason posted a picture of me holding the jacket with some pride, which I am proud of it. Some real Raider pride in this photo. 
Raiders are two and four. You wouldn't know it in the studio, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it goes, Ryan. I think I summed it up pretty good. I'll retweet that. Almost as good as my jaw tweet, I think. I, that one's going to probably go viral. But but but, but here's the thing. This is what people don't understand. Yeah, I need that 929 boost. What do they What do they not understand? This is couture. This is this is. I'm sorry. This is couture. If you don't believe this is couture, then you don't really know fashion. I mean, I think Dylan would acknowledge that this is. This is high fashion, highfalutin right well, here. Well, the liner is fresh. That's cool. Yeah, it's I mean, got a little liner patch. It says commitment to, what does it say in there? Uh, you know, Raider Nation. Yeah, I, I don't love that. Doesn't say commitment to excellence. I think like, that's but, what no. I would have preferred. No, like it's a little the, cheesy. Like the exclamation point is yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, that makes it look a little right. square. Yeah. Do I need to put my name in there, bro? Is that what you did back in the day? It didn't matter back then. No. They didn't care. Go to South, South Memphis. They'll take your jacket. You can still get it took in 2022. I had a UNLV jacket like that that was fresh as hell, like I silver know, we, and red. It, it, it was so good. If you had any swag about you back in 89-90, you had one of those jackets. Yes. It takes me back, John. Yeah. I like the nostalgia. I do too. Well, that's what we're bringing back today, baby. We're bringing back. Well, hopefully uh, it helps your Raiders get another win. Yeah. Uh, nah, not we'll, so much. We'll talk about that. They're, I think they're going in the right direction. I think uh, Arrow is sure pointing. you do. Yeah. You've uh, thought that all year. If it lasts for longer than six hours, call your doctor is where I'm at with the Raiders right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Viagra needed? Yeah, I think we got some Viagra in the form of Josh Jacobs, all right? So we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later. We got a big show planned. Matt Moore is going to join us at 1125. Okay. There you go. He's going to give Jason some betting advice that he won't take. Uh, Maybe J- I put a little dollar on something. Jason is the king of taking notes and not doing anything with them. So, <laughs> Matt Moore has 76ers. That's right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Jason will not be playing anything tonight, uh, but he will absolutely ask some questions about it. Uh, so, we'll do that with Matt Moore at 1125. Then Sean Salisbury is going to join us at 1225. We will talk to him. The Buccaneers continue to be broken. Uh, another L for them, the first time ever that Tom Brady has been two games under 500 in his career. Uh, an offensive performance that it ranks among the worst of his career through however many games, eight games, right, half a season basically, um, setting all the wrong kinds of career marks. And now it is official, he and Giselle have finalized their divorce. So, man, a rough. He's going wow. through it. Yikes. You would have at least liked to get a win on the field, man, to, you know, soften the blow of the divorce hitting. And that did not happen. So, yeah, I don't know. I can't under, like if Sam came to me and said, "Quit doing radio or else you lose your family." Oh my gosh! I mean, I I probably got to call it, guys. I got you know, like I, yeah, I love it's been you. good knowing. I love you. you. Yeah, you're, you're I, go. I guess I'm gonna have to go. What are you gonna go be? I don't know. Maybe like a Twitch streamer or something. Although that wouldn't really. Well, we gonna watch you call either. fake field goals. You think we gonna watch you call that's, Raider fake field goals? That's entertaining. Ain't nobody gonna subscribe to that mess. Especially when I convert that thing. Like, man, this dude right here was a genius. He is an offensive genius. Maybe Todd Bowles isn't him. Maybe he, stop. Maybe Todd Bowles isn't a stop great coach. Blaming this on Bowles. That, that defense. They are a mess. That, the defense, defense was missing I mean, like three starters the, in the secondary. Well, the defense quit though in the first half. I they told were you they've well. already quit. You got Tom Brady leaving and everything else and not scoring. They've yeah. let go of the rope. Yeah, um, it's a hot mess. Well, down there. we'll get into all of it with uh, Sean Salisbury at twelve twenty-five. Got five plays for you. Little controversial week last week for Patty. Yes. Because when I released the Denver Broncos play against the New York Jets, Russell Wilson was the quarterback. He was in. Oh. In the the days afterward, he was ruled out, and Brett Rippon, who was a nobody, a nothing, a peon to the rock, was ruled in. I would not have made the pick had I known it would be Rippon, yet 
you are telling me it still has to count against my record. Well, uh, yeah, that is my initial thought. What What's the difference here? What did you finish? Two and three. So it's the difference between two and two or two and three. It's a starting. I got a hard time with it when you lock it in. I mean, I know, I know, but Patty's got. Patty has all the info. Did Patty not know there was a chance? Was Patty not up on it? It was that, a little bit of a surprise. I remember was. that that Russell didn't start. Yeah, I don't know if you can go back, man. Well, I don't know. Maybe a final ruling. That's from fine. A, either, either way, uh, we moved to fifteen and twenty yeah, on the take season. The two and three, like a man. Fifteen and twenty on the season, but uh, that we're doing better than Jeffrey. We're doing better than Jeffrey right now, who was losing you 15 units on the season. We're only losing you five. We're losing money, but we're not losing as much as Jeffrey. He is bleeding. Somebody get that man a tourniquet. All right? He's got two years of positives, though. Yeah, he does. He certainly yeah, he he does. does. He has a resume. His, pe- his, his resume is Now, good. you don't have to come on here every week and defend Jeffrey, right? I feel like I should. But it's part of our team. No, it's okay. He can, he can accept it like a man. That's the competition. That was the goal for me this year was to beat Jeffrey Wright. So far, you're flexing. That's happening. Yeah. That's not over. Only halfway through the season. Exactly. Uh, and Jeffrey puts out 500 plays a week. It's like you Ryan Silfield still has a job. You know, you got you to point that out. Season's still a long way to go. That's right. That's right. Uh, but we'll give out five plays today uh, at one o'clock, and uh, I think they're all winners. I really do. I think people will enjoy the picks this week. Uh, and then at 125, Anthony Sane is going to join us. So that is Sane, man. the show today. But it's the weekend. Which I know you are excited about just fundamentally. You are a weekend kind of man. Always. Regardless of whether there's sports on or not. You know not. how I like to get down. Yeah, you go Getting in. that fast lane on them weekends, th- That's baby. right. So mm. Uh, mm. we will get mm. into some things that are happening or have happened, and we'll gauge your excitement. Let's start with the Memphis Grizzlies start. What are you talking about? How many excited do I get here? Ten out of ten. You know, I know it's against softer, softer competition. We said that coming to the year. The first 19 games of the season lines up pretty nice for a Grizzlies team that was going to be shorthanded, knowing it wouldn't have Jaron Jackson. Then you don't have Dylan Brooks. Then you don't have Zaire Williams. But I think it's this team's ability just to, on each night, handle these sorry teams, at least so far, and put them down. You see all over the NBA, good teams are losing to bad ones every night. Right? For the most part, the Grizzlies biz- the Grizzlies have handled business. We talked about it. That Dallas loss, their one, was really a scheduled loss. You're coming on second night of a back-to-back, and you'd expended so much against Houston. How could you not be excited about this start? What we saw from even Jake LaRavia last night, giving it to you, making plays, rebounded. Nine rebounds to go, I believe, with the 13 points. Desmond Baines on absolute fire. Um... John, this is a road trip they could very well go 3-1 and one on. I don't want to start making predictions, mm-hmm. but I do feel better about this Grizzlies team, even after you know knocking off some not-so-good teams. I feel better about it than I did starting the year. How about you? Well, here's the thing. They caught a little bit of a break. Dame Lillard will not be playing for the Portland Trailblazers. Excited about that, too. Glad you brought it up. Yeah. Um, that's a big break for them. Although Simons has hit, has hit us before, hasn't he? And that'll yes. be an Anthony Simons night, probably. Yeah, no, you make a good point. But, no, I, I, I completely agree. Like, it, it, it's they're becoming a little Titans-esque in that they just win, you know? Like, they just, despite the and spot. And somebody just steps up. Yeah, like, they just, they find ways to do this. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I have no reason not to. I have no reason not to think they'll go 3-1 on this road trip. I mean, no matter what the spot is, no matter what the, you know, the – conventional wisdom would tell you they find ways to win. So I think it's absolutely very, very exciting. Okay, what about uh, what about the University of Memphis exhibition game this weekend? Yeah, it's the, it's the last one. You win here second? Yeah, I think second is fine. Uh, on a 10 excited meter, give me 
five, four. Come on, Zach. We'll care about this. We'll care about who Penny starts, mm-hmm. right? Because this is more, it'll be closer to a dress rehearsal. You're still not starting the season for another few days. What's November 7th, somewhere yep. around there? Can't, uh, the, that date escapes me, but it's right around there. Um, you'll be watching that. You'll be watching the shooting. You'll be watching Kendrick Davis. Right. Hopefully it's a, it's a much smoother performance offensively than you had against CBU, which makes you work. Yep, makes you work. You figure Lane will play the Tiger style a little bit more. Maybe get a little bit more up and down. They play well. Nice little dress rehearsal before the the season opener. So you know, yeah. I, I mean, is that unfair? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, come you're on, just trying to, you're trying to get to the games that matter, right? Exactly. Um, so that's that's fine. Uh, what about Baltimore? Baltimore Ravens as a contending team in the NFL once again. I'm excited. Uh, Lamar Jackson looked like he was back last night. You knock off a Bucks team that, yes, has been wobbling. You do it on the road. Remember, their three losses, John? Yep. They had double-digit leads in the fourth quarter. They did. Excited. All three losses. This, this team could be in a much better place right now, closer to 8-0. It's working itself back into AFC contender. Yes, a notch below Buffalo and KC. But I like what I saw from the Ravens last night, too. Remember, Mark Andrews left that game, I think. Uh, you didn't have him at full strength. Duvernay steps up for you. Put the Bucks in a world of hurt. I'm excited about the Ravens maybe getting back into the fold and seeing if if toward the end. I think I'd put them right there with the Bengals right now, right? And maybe even climbing, uh, climbing higher. Yeah. Know, that, that's a Ravens team. Defense getting it back together a little bit. Uh, still shocking what you're seeing from Tampa Bay, but no, I'm excited about the Ravens yeah. and what they're doing. I mean, that's they should be better. They should be better than their five and three mark, and they probably are, John. They, they, they probably are. You're right. I mean, because you think about the Miami game is, is the one. Oh. I mean, the Bills are the Bills, so there's not too much to be ashamed of with them. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, they're they're real, man. They're real, and they do it with nobody you've ever heard of. They they won that game last night without Mark Andrews, without Rashad Bateman, mm-hmm. Gus Edwards got hurt. Like I don't know how they do it, but they just do. <laughs> you see the fan that dropped the sign down that said "Pay Lamar." Lamar picks it up, shows it to the fans. Of course, they they loved it. The ones that were there at the tunnel were Baltimore fans. He signs it for the guy, gives it back to him, gives the other dudes a bunch of high fives. Best dude ever. Pay the man. Yeah. Uh, how excited are you, Jason, about a top twenty-five matchup on Saturday night? Tennessee, Kentucky, Cedric Tillman. Back in the lineup. Well, that's big. Uh, Tillman is the best receiver on that team, and they've. It seems like they haven't missed a beat without him. Tennessee, one of the best teams in the country. We're going to find out if this, if they're looking past Kentucky. That's the narrative this week. Is this a trap game? Are you looking at Georgia? Mm-hmm. That's what this one's about. Um, how can you not be impressed with what Tennessee's done? You, you really can't. It's all right there in front of them. You knock off Kentucky here, take care of business, and that's all Tennessee has done all season long. Dude, it sets up a monster mm-hmm. opportunity for you against Georgia. I know that's what Heupel's been preaching yep. all week long. No trap games, no letdowns. Super excited about this because you know, John, I've been on this ball train all season long. I know a lot of people around here don't like it, but I think we saw it at the end of last season. You saw this thing's turned the right way now. Man, Tennessee got a chance to be right there at the end of the season of the college football playoff. Don't let down here against Kentucky. Yep. That path remains clear. Yeah, I don't know what the point spread's going to be against Georgia, but I will. If they handle business, Tennessee, yeah, yeah I'd be curious I, to I know. I will have a hard time not taking Tennessee Woo-hoo. with them. Because uh, Georgia will be favored, but I just don't know by how many. And now Tillman's back, baby. If I'm getting a touchdown against Georgia, though, I'm going to have to take the, the points there with Tennessee. No it's, doubt about it. No, I know Vols fans are through the roof. They just, they, they, they produce, they put up points. They just do. So they're going to they're gonna be they're hurt. They're fun from. to watch. Um, 
Do you do the Zubu thing with CJ? Or have you done that in the past? No. That's this weekend. I'm doing that this weekend with uh, with young Riley. She's going to get out there. and Do you dress up? Yeah, it's, it's the idea, right? You used to like to dress up. Well, don't, don't act I, so excited I, about it this time. When I had the Halloween parties. Excited. But, John, not very excited about dressing up as Zubu. Well, it's the... Uh, Zubu, we're, Zubu. we're going as the Bluey family. That's very cute. So I'm going to have... I have like a dad. It's just a black shirt with the dad on it that says dad. You know what I'm saying? So it's a very uh, unelaborate costume. Yeah, very tame. What'd you do with your old Beast costume? I don't I'm know. sure Riley would love that. I don't know where that is. You don't know where it is? No. It, was, it was quite the get-up. The, ma- the helmet? Three, and the- it was the, the mask, yeah, three years ago. I don't know where it is. It's gone now forever. Well, that's sad. But it's gone as the Beast. Yeah, we'll get creative the older she gets, I'm sure. You know, we'll try a little more than we did this year. Put a little bit more. Well, effort. I will say you don't sound very excited about Zubu. Well, it's, it should be good. This should be fun. But it's like my like she's getting older now to where it's like okay, now you have to do things. Now you have to entertain rather than just like sit at home all the time. Yes, I, I got kind of used and to that. And you need to be a part of that. Yeah. So you're a good dad, John. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do, man. Keep it up, though. You got a long way to go. Long buddy. way. Long to season, bro. Uh, Matt Moore is going to join us on the other side. We will talk to him uh, about the NBA tonight. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Point point Matt Moore covers the NBA for the Action Network. Catch him on all manner of podcasts, the Buckets podcast. I saw my man Jay Money is a regular contributor to Buckets, so I was happy to see that. Matt joins us now. Matt, what's going on, man? Not much, man. How are you? All is good. So uh, I'm just curious because, you know, Jay Money is a guy that, uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you are into basketball sort of betting, he's a guy who's been doing it. How did you just sort of stumble upon him? Was it you? Did you sort of introduce him to the fold? How did you sort of uh, get in touch with Jay Money about coming on weekly or whatever it is? No, you know, we've got a, a, a talent manager, one of the best people I've ever worked with at Action. Her name's Katie Rich Creek, and she managed to find him and, uh, you know, get him in, involved in our, our Buckets podcast. We're, we're really glad to have him. Jay's been killing it. He's doing great. Uh, he's got really good insights on a night-to-night basis. Uh, Jay's been awesome. Really excited to work with him over at Action. Yeah, I met him. Uh, he, he came into Memphis uh, in the spring, so I just I saw that. I was I was definitely happy to see him getting more of a, a mainstream audience because because I, I, I do I think he's really good. Um, Grizzlies win again last night, uh, beating the Kings, handling the Kings, covering the number. Um, it's not quite as dominant in terms of what the Grizzlies have done against the number, but they've been very good. Uh, what have you made early on in the season uh, of the Memphis Grizzlies? 
I think they've had some favorable spots. Uh, you know, they open versus the Knicks, and that goes to, to OT, and they cover, and they win, or they don't cover, but they win there. Um, and then, you know, they they face the Kings. They get the Nets, which is kind of like a signature win, right? Um, but the Nets really are just a mess right now. Like, they're just – there's so much – they are so much worse than what they will look like on the surface because they're so talented. But everything structurally with the Nets is, is really awful, and I was on Memphis in that game for that reason. Um, but the back-to-back set it took too much to take care of Houston. Uh, that was like a concerning game. And then I don't necessarily worry about the Dallas game. It's a bad matchup. It's a scheduled spot. It was a whole ecosystem of problems that led to that one. Uh, I do think in general – I think Memphis is not quite as good as last season, which is kind of what we expected. I haven't moved off that prior. And I think that uh, probably they're not as good as maybe the record indicates. But some of what's making up for that is Desmond started hitting shots. That helps a lot. And Jaw's jumper looks clean. It looks really good. And Jaw with a jumper is just absolutely terrifying for any opposing defense. Has, has anything surprised you so far, Matt? And you mentioned it's been, you know, light schedule for the most part so far, and we'll remain that. It's good, specifically with Jaren. But in terms of what you've seen, Santi Aldama's play, is there anything that's jumped out to you in terms of, oh, this, I, I didn't expect this? Yeah, I mean, Aldama's like the obvious one, right? It's just like we all kind of looked at it and said, how are they possibly going to replace Jaren? Like, what are they going to be able to do here? And just having a forward who's doing what Santi, like, Another great indication of not only, you know, the Grizzlies draft room gets so much credit, but their development program needs a lot more respect as well. You know, they put the work in on Desmond Bain to make him more comfortable on ball before last season, and that paid off in a huge way with his development. And, you know, I I don't know what the ceiling is for for Desmond at this point. I think you have to keep reevaluating that. But Santi, like, he's been terrific. Um, Brandon Clark continues to just be one of the most underrated players in the NBA. He's never listed as like the impact guy, you know, comes off the bench. Clark is, is so good at so many things and gives them such a different look. Like you can just watch teams that have prepped for Steven Adams, get hit with those Clark minutes and just be like, man, we just don't have a counter for this. Mm-hmm. This is, it's a perfect setup for them. Um, honestly, a lot of this comes into the front office and how they built the roster, but also Taylor Jenkins for knowing how to knowing how to get the most out of this roster. He just continues for as much praise as he's gotten. He continues to impress with he finds solutions with what he's got. He's not reliant on having you know the ta- like this roster isn't as talented as last year, mm-hmm. but they're still going to win a ton of games. They're still going to make the playoffs because they have a superstar. They've got a good roster. And Taylor Jenkins is going to get the most out of it. Is there a team that that this calls to mind? That this Grizzlies, you know, is there like a, a team historically they remind you of? Just in terms of the way that they're constructed and and sort of built around this gravitational force in John Moran. Is there like a team that you know that that you can recall that you know that that played like this and looked like this? I think maybe the best comp is honestly, even though I wouldn't put Jaw in KD's tier. Um, and I wouldn't put Jaron or Desmond in the Russ early, early got to stress that, early Russell Westbrook, um, James Harden tier. But those early Thunder teams played a lot like this, where it was just, it was energy, physicality, but it wasn't so wild that you, that they were just, that they were easily beaten. Like they had counters, they were well coached, even though people didn't really think that at the time with Scott Brooks. 
Um, that team was so much fun. I used to, to call them the starship because it was just like all speed and firepower. And that's how Memphis feels a lot of the time when they're running. They are still very much the profile for them early on in the season. Still looks like last year where it's a lot of transition. It's a lot of force the turnovers, get out, and put pressure on teams constantly. But that's a really good recipe for success in the regular season. Uh, and I think that they're going to develop better ways to handle the postseason this year as well. Matt, we've heard the players mention it. I think Brevin mentioned it on the broadcast last night. We brought it up. I'm curious as to your opinion on back to Bain. You know, 14 of 19 from three the last two games, 25 of 39 overall, and he's been a playmaker as well. How much has he unlocked, Matt, just by Dylan Brooks's presence in the lineup, whereas you take some of those defensive res- key defensive responsibilities off Bain and you unlock him? How much of it's that, Matt? I think that's some of it. I think there's also just a matter of I think Desmond is really good at finding his spots. Like, that was my concern was, okay, well, you know, Dylan's back, and that's going to take up some of his usage. But Desmond's done a very good job of finding uh, those gaps in the defense to be able to score. And honestly, John, the rest of the team has, has been very active in finding him. Like, keeping him involved and not letting him fade into the background is really important. And so I think that that's some of it. Um, I also just think that Desmond's just like an incredibly smart player. Absolutely. I just think that he, yeah. he plays in a way where you're able to see the small things that he does on a night-to-night basis to help the team out, but also he's obviously just an incredible shooter. I, I ask you that to sort of ask you this. If you do decide to move on from Dylan, is there another guy that can sort of do that in your lineup from that three spot? Do we hope that, do you have hope that one day that's Zaire, Matt? Is there another guy that can sort of handle that on this roster and at least keep some of that off of Maine? I don't see it right now. Right. I'm not high on Zaire. I, just, I haven't been. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm right. Right, it's too early sure. with, with young guys. My book is always you. You have to note the bad. You can't just ignore it. Uh, you credit the good, and you remain optimistic. Uh, but you mostly you just keep things uncertain. But I will say, you know, a lot of what Dylan br- brings to the table. Even though, again, I'm like I'm a Dylan guy for for his for what he's been through in Memphis and the things that he's seen and gotten through and the big moments that he's played a part in. Um, but I will say, like, what Dylan brings to the table, there are guys around the league you can find to do that. Right. Uh, there are more opportunities to find players like that versus some of the other guys on the roster who really are kind of more irreplaceable. We're talking to Matt Moore, covers the NBA for the Action Network. Okay, we have a massive slate tonight. Uh, I mean, from starting at 6 all the way, obviously, until 9 o'clock Central Time. So no, no shortage of games that you could place a wager on. Um, is there anything tonight – that you have your eye on specifically? I know there's a ton of games, but is there anything, any side you might like early on in the day? Uh, yeah, I like the Knicks, plus they're at six right now versus Milwaukee. Uh, this is a great letdown spot. The Knicks, I think, are still kind of underrated. The books are kind of anchored to their preseason power ratings, and so they're not going to want to move off of those early based off of the small sample. But the Knicks are competent, and they're playing very well, and the roster's a little bit more balanced. Now that they're playing guys like Obi Toppin, and this was a big number, open seven down to down to six, uh, six six and a half in some spots. I like it to five. That's what I make it at based off the power rating. Also, the Bucks are five and two versus uh, the Nets in the last two seasons. Or, I'm sorry, six and two after the win on Wednesday against the spread, but they're just two and five in the game after playing the Nets. They let down after that game. 
Uh, I really like the under 228 in Lakers, Minnesota, because I watched the Lakers up, up close and personal on Wednesday, and that team is horrible <laughs> and cannot score at all. There is just nothing there. But they do defend, and I think they'll make it hard on a Minnesota offense that's still trying to figure things out. And maybe the upset I like tonight is uh, Cleveland. They're plus 250 on the money line versus Boston. Just a number play. <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. the, the Cavs' statistical profile says that they're – Honestly, they've been a top-five team in the league when fully healthy the last two seasons. They should not be this much of a dog. Boston's defense has a lot of concerns. Um, again, this isn't like a, I think the Cavs are going to win, but I like the value at plus 215 money line on the Cavs. Um, you, you know, you would think at some point Orlando wins a game. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, is this, is this a decent enough spot for that? I mean, I almost feel like Cole Anthony not playing could help. So one of the things I'm trying to avoid is – I'm trying to not catch the falling knife. I'm trying not to do things like let's, you know, now is when they turn it around. Because, like, last night a lot of Sharps were on Brooklyn because they're like, okay, Dallas on a road trip. Like, this is they got to get a win. This is a prime spot for the Nets. Nope. Continues to be terrible. A lot of Sharps were on the Lakers the other night. They were like, okay, the Nuggets defense is horrible. LeBron's not going to start 0-4. Lakers. Nope. Like, there's no bottom. And this goes to football, too. Like, Tampa Bay. Oh, surely they'll get a win on Thursday night. Nope. So, I, I am going to avoid these kind of spots where it's like, surely they get a win. Do they? Sometimes the, there's no bottom to how far you'll drop until you actually find it. Matt, what happens with the Lakers? You know, are, how far into the season are we before they, you know, have to come off of second, first round pick? What do you just predict for them as of today in terms of, you know, they're, they're going to have to make a change, aren't they? I don't know because this is a this has become personal. Like, it's not. This doesn't take a rocket scientist. You don't have to be Adrian Wojnarowski or Brian Windhorst to figure out to see the messages sent back and forth between Clutch Sports and LeBron and the Lakers front office and ownership group this summer. This is a whole power grab thing where the Lakers front office doesn't want to just do what Clutch wants because they got they feel they got them into the situation and they don't want to scuttle their long-term ability. Right. Um, and LeBron's like, what are we doing? What, why, do, why do you need picks? Let's win a championship now. But my problem is even if you attach two first-rounders for Russ and Indiana says, all right, fine, which I don't know if they will. But if they were to do that, does, I love Miles Turner and I love Buddy Heald. Love mm-hmm. both those guys. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the team I saw on Wednesday, you had two starters to that group, and it's not enough. Right. It is not enough. So I don't know that pulling the trigger changes much of anything because the rest of the roster is so bad. And I saw on Wednesday a team that's not only bad guys, the vibe of that team was that they are resigned. They're just like, there's nothing better coming. This just is what it is. What about the 76ers? Do you have confidence that that gets turned around? I mean, obviously their roster is in much better shape, but I would argue, you know, per capita, one of the most disappointing starts uh, of the NBA season belongs to the 76ers. Yeah, well, I've got Atlantic Division futures on them, so I sure hope it turns around. Uh, I think I think they'll be okay. A lot of this is Embiid typically starts slow. He's out of shape. Would have liked to have known that he had plantar fasciitis over the summer before all those bets went in. But I think eventually he probably comes out of that because there's kind of this idea that, well, it's just Harden ball. It's been James Harden Rockets ball because, Jay, because Joel Embiid has looked horrible. 
Like they can't run what they did last year because Embiid's not good enough right now. Um, I think as he gets better, it'll balance. I think Tyrese Maxey will balance. But I will say, like, I don't know how much of a longer leash they're going to have before a coaching change is made because that, to me, is like the glaring issue in the room right now. If you're looking at this and you're like, why isn't this working, all eyes are going to go to Doc. And Mike D'Antoni's out there. And there's just a lot of feeling in league circles that uh, it wouldn't be surprising if Mike D'Antoni is a name in the Sixers' future this year or next. Last thing, Matt. Uh, ESPN game tonight. Suns and Pelicans, both teams three and one. Suns coming off that win over Golden State. New Orleans may be getting Zion back tonight. Um, I don't know about you. I mean, I, the, the the seven is very enticing, but that's a big number, and I'm wondering like why the number is so big. I don't, is, is this a trap? Like, what do you make of this game? You know, Brandon Ingram's still in concussion protocol. We'll see what he's out. Wait till you got the actual injury report on it. Uh, I make this number about where it's at. Like, the numbers are just pretty good for Phoenix overall. Like, they just look like they haven't missed a beat, despite all the concern about their uh, offseason stuff. You know, I think it'll be an attractive bet. I think there are good spots for New Orleans. I'm not sure this is the one. It'll be a great game to watch. Maybe live bet it. Right. Uh, especially as Zion plays, but I don't like it with where it's at right now based off of the number and based off of the not knowing what the injury report's going to look like. You've got to be sure before you bet this one at tip. Yeah, that seems fair to me. Matt, I always appreciate the time. Thank man. you, Thank Matt. You. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Take care. Yep, He is Matt Moore, covers NBA for the Action Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. So if you be if you bet with Superbook this football season, they will give you a fifty dollar bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. However, it happens. Could be a punter running out of the end zone. Could be a quarterback sack. Could be anything. However, that safety happens. You get fifty dollars if you bet with Superbook this season during the week. Download the Superbook Tennessee app right now. Start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Again, the problem, call 
889-9789. It is news. It is, you know, a part of the discussion. I think it, 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 like anytime you, you know, talk about the Buccaneers right now, anytime you talk about Tom Brady right now, it is impossible to, uh, you know, to separate what's happening in his personal life. And now we know they have announced and finalized their divorce, both Tom Brady and Giselle. They both released uh, statements. Tom Brady said, in recent days, my wife and I finalized our divorce from one another after 13 years of marriage. We arrived at this decision amicably and with gratitude for the time we spent together. We are blessed with beautiful and wonderful children who will continue to be the center of our world in every way. We will continue to work together as parents to always ensure they receive the love and attention that they deserve. Doing so, of course, is painful and difficult, like it is for many people who go through the same thing every day around the world. However, we wish only the best for each other as we pursue whatever new chapters in our lives that are yet to be written. And he went on to ask for privacy, which, of course, I mean, he's... it's not. He, it, this is not happening privately. This is going to be very publicly, and we're discussing this at, on our on our ESPN radio show in Memphis, Tennessee. So uh, it is what it is. When you're high pro, a high profile athlete, a high profile you know supermodel, that's the you know I don't envy that p- part of it. I feel a little bad that you know, but it but it's the cycle. We're part of it. We're part of the machine, um, and you know it is. It, it, I, I do. I think you watch him play you see him yelling at his teammates you see him well he's left the team for personal reasons yeah like yeah it's been a part of the season it feels like which is understandable i mean it's uh you know i i I hope to never experience this i mean i did as a child you know it's not a fun thing it's not a fun thing for anybody to go through um and so you know what i what i can't really relate to is you know there was a report in u.s weekly and this this is very gossipy but whatever here we are that Giselle said one last time, you need to walk away right now or I'm gone for good. This was like recently. And he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Which I, don't, I cannot relate to. Well, that I mean, that's asking a lot to ask a man who went back to quit in the middle of the season, obviously. If, if that report is true and not just gossip. Right. I don't know, man. I would have to think long and hard about it. Like, for, why not? Like, this team stinks. This team is not good. They're missing things. I don't know what it is. No, he probably he, he's telling himself he can still win the division. Yeah, but but it's like you're gonna you're gonna like lose your family just to losing the wild card round, bro. Like I don't know. Maybe he's gonna lose his family anyway. That's maybe. the best thing. It, it, it's hard to tie these two together. You can't help but wonder how much Tom's been affected by it, just in terms of his play, everything else. Then you add the fact the t- the team is so beat up right now. It's not on the same page. Usually him and Mike Evans are. Yesterday, Mike Evans is running the wrong way in the end zone, and he's screaming at him. So as, as I said to Jeff this morning, what's usually a machine, when Tom Brady's part of it, it's usually a machine that works. And, yeah, it might, you know, it, it, it might make a mistake here or there, but it picks itself up and keeps on. Th- this thing's a hot mess. And so you wonder how much this is affecting him. Jeff Darlington talked about after the game how Tom Brady's just sitting there at the locker room, having to be, you know, sitting there with his pads still in front of the locker having to be consoled basically you want okay you wonder how much of it was the loss and how much of it is man look what I'm you know going through here and literally within hours of each other finalizing a divorce another loss you know this is his first his just his second three game losing streak in his career you mentioned it's the first time he's been multiple games under 500 in his career he's never been at this point no he so hasn't. so again you you just wonder how much of it's seeping in now John plenty of us you know have you know and I say us not involving me but I'm just talking about us as humans right. have gone through this where you have to, you know, still do the job, go to work, but it, it, and going through something and 
your personal life and and having to separate the two. It's it it, it can't be fun at all. Yep. Um. It's got it, it. Yeah. I've heard Jeff talk about you know how difficult it can be. And you know, I was in the same boat, not as young as you. My mm-hmm. my mom and dad, after twenty two years, decided to get a divorce. Nothing was fun about that. Um, in fact, it stunk. Uh, you know, I for me, all all we can do now is is wish the best for both sides. Hopefully, for those kids. You know, it's 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 a deal where it's cooperative, and because that's important. Um, but man, it does leave you wondering, man. Should Tom have ever even could could he have? If he had wanted to, could he have saved things by not coming back? It's just a question you're naturally led to. Right. That said, he can forget privacy. This thing's as public as it gets. Yeah. Especially people of that of that kind of profile. Yeah, that's the TMZ. That's, that's the trade. You privacy. It's it, the way it goes yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I and, and as you watch that team, and look, I was I, I backed them. I got him at plus one on Wednesday, and I felt really good about it. But. That second half, when Baltimore is just it, – it, it was two things, really, what happened that led to the, the loss last night for Tampa Bay. One is they stopped being able to sustain drives. They were getting off the field pretty quickly there. And that's an issue against a Baltimore Ravens offense, which is just going to keep your defense on the field. They just grind it out. And they just, you know, they move the chains. And they do it – you know, here's four from – Gus Edwards, here's five from Kenyon Drake. Here's a no-name receiver making a five-yard play that moves the sticks. Three starters out in the secondary. Yeah, and they keep you on the field. And 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 like you would just if you just look at those scoring drives for Baltimore, you know, six minutes, seven minutes, you know, long, you know, half-quarter taking drives. Um, and and again, the Bucks weren't doing a good enough job of of keeping their defense off the field. And 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 that's just that's the that's the game. Um, Tampa Bay made it close, you Still know. Barrett tore his ACL. Barrett tore his ACL. Yeah, you know that was, was a big one of your loss. Best linebackers for the season. That was a big loss. But once once the Ravens sort of focused in on, because I think I think they were trying to beat Tampa Bay with Lamar's arm in the first half. Like they were trying to prove they could do it that way. They were trying to take advantage of that secondary injury issue. But in that second half, they leaned on the run game. Yeah, they made plays where they had to through the through the air, but. It was Lamar on the ground. It was Gus Edwards on the ground going mm-hmm. for eight nine a pop. Like they just they just bullied Tampa Bay, and that's the way they win games. Tampa Bay can win the division. They probably will win the division. But beyond that, I just I don't uh, I don't like anything about them. Tom Brady just psychologically isn't there, um, and I you know I, I don't think that's a team just watching them. I don't think that's a team that believes in themselves right now. Like I think they're really questioning their ability um, and and how far they can go. Um, so it's just not it's not a good recipe. It's not a good it's not a good combination. They can figure it out by week fifteen. Who knows? Right? I mean, it is Tom Brady. And uh and he did, you know, he he made some throws last night that were like, Okay, I remember this guy. I remember this Tom Brady. You know, most of them were to Mike Evans. Um, but right now I just I, I can't back them anymore. I cannot waste another dollar on them. Mm-hmm. I'm staying far away from them. Because um, they're just not in a good place. They're not in a good place right now. Well, again, I think they're going to make the playoffs because you're talking about Falcons, Panthers, Saints that they've got to beat out. None of those teams. You you talk about who you back, who can you believe in. I can't believe in any one of those three more than I believe in uh, Tampa Bay and its ability at some point to get this thing at least turned around to a direction where you're closer to 500. I, Falcons, Panthers, Saints, they could all finish below 500. Maybe the Saints can get up off the mat. There's still some pride on the defensive side there, but we'll see with Andy Dalton. Uh, I've been, I've, I've, I've done that. Uh, as a as a Bears fan, 
Uh, it usually doesn't get you anywhere. Dalton's not a guy that's going to lift you up. Might be a guy that can hold it down. So, again, I tell you, I mean, he's going to almost win the division by default. The problem is, mm-hmm. once you're in, all it's going to be is more of the same of this. Now, is there some? Is there a clear-cut dominant bunch of teams in the NFC? No, but they are not built, John, to contend right now. They're, no, they're, they're too banged up. Shaquille's gone. You know, it's this. This is looking ugly. And again, it, you know, it was probably always going to go this way at some point with Tom continuing to come back. Yep. At some point, you, you know, it, you, the, the drop off was going to happen. Yep. Uh, I guess he needed to see it. Now he's in the middle of it. If you if you just took out like if you doesn't just, change the legacy though. If you wiped away the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the face of the earth, I would actually be like, I would have a lot more money in my bank account than I do. You know. You, 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 they cost me every week. I just I, I believe like all right. Here's the Matt Moore talked about it, the falling knife. You know you're trying to catch that falling knife of Tom Brady, but it just it just goes right through your hand. How much worse can it get? I think the chances too of us seeing him now with another team are getting slimmer and slimmer by the week. Just because he's not he's not playing well enough. You just continue to ask yourself, is it right. worth it? I'm sure he's Cause, asking cause himself that. Because that team is going to have to shake things up. Three straight losses. You've yeah. never been in this boat, so that question. That's probably never come up for you. I imagine is coming up for him every hour now. So again, what forty six on another team? Right. Who who's that team where you're the automatic fit, and and all of a sudden you're lifting it up. It's in it's in Super Bowl contention. I think we're seeing the end. That's I think that's I interesting. think we're seeing the end, and I, and and I don't think he should consider another team. Uh, it could end up being more of the same. Well, you wonder like okay, then, who, then it, it, here's the deal. You want to walk off. Oh yeah, you want to walk off the field. Oh, you yeah. want to walk into retirement. Yeah, you keep rolling yourself back out there. The chances uh, that you won't do that increase. I just wonder, does a sour season sort of make him want to do it somewhere else? Right, like I can't go out like this. I'm trying to think like who. There are a lot of teams that need quarterbacks, but how many of those situations are good enough for him? Right, like if it's not going to be Tampa Bay, yeah, Carolina needs a quarterback, but he ain't going to Carolina. No, Houston needs a quarterback, but he ain't going to Houston. No. Could he go to Indianapolis? Could he do that? Could he? Could, would he follow Peyton in Indianapolis? I don't know. Maybe so, because they're going to be looking. I mean, that's they'd one. be a candidate. That's one. That's te- that's Tampa Bay esque run game, defense, right? Not a great division. You, I mean, you have the Titans. At some point, I'm with Kurt Warner. You got to call it a career. Yeah, but uh, you know, because what none of that does is get you over the Buffalo Bills, right? Or go over the Chiefs. No, he probably does not want to go to the None AFC. Of that. You're right. He doesn't want to go to the AFC. He's not going to go to the AFC. Come on. So who needs a quarterback in the NFC? NFC needs quarterbacks. Because he's not going to the AFC. There's no way. He's not. Because it's, it's like, it's you know, like LeBron shouldn't have gone to the West. Saints? Yeah, he could. Could they've, go to the they've, Saints. They've owned him. He'd be joining the enemy, at least That's in the true. regular season. I mean, in the regular season, they've owned him. You got Michael Thomas there, who never plays, but is good when he does. Seahawks? Can't see it. Pete Carroll's fine. He I says, we'll do it our way. They got Geno. They don't need Tom Brady. We'll do it our way. Um, Could he go? No, could, there's no. There's nothing else in the could, NFC. Could he go to the New York? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 